hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't this something else? This is a little weird. If you are subscribed to our our little podcast, you're getting a, a notification that we're coming in now on a on a Sunday night, going into going into Monday morning or Monday afternoon, whatever time you may uh, get onto your Wi-Fi or whatever it may be, to get your notification that uh, there's a podcast available. But here we are. And this is something I've been toying with for a long, long time to try to maybe get out another broadcast um, regarding a beer, regarding three beers in, regarding something that we're going to be doing. And uh, it's not going to be as long, obviously, as our you know regular show. It's going to be something that's a, a significantly shorter, pro, pro, uh, hopefully, depending on uh, what what I do. And to give us, um, I think it's something that I want to do for a special type of beer. Uh, maybe we'll call it the Sunday special. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's podcasts or uh, different types of shows out there that have a Sunday special. So maybe I can't use the the, the terminology. So maybe we'll let's try to think of something on the on the spot here uh, together. Um, <clears throat> Sunday suds. Come Sunday suds. Um, Sunday specials. Special suds. You know, I always try to come, bring it back to some sort of beer. Um, talk or something like that, but um, <coughs> there's the classic cough. Always got to have one of those. So, for a while, I've been talking about the Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout. Uh, it's the stout aged in bourbon barrels. Uh, I've been holding on to this 2017 vintage for a while. I've had some listeners um, email and say that we should uh, do a, a special episode on it or just to actually just drink it. Um here it is. It's 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 in front of me right now. So before I started this recording, I took a I took the bottle. I cracked it open. It says to have it in a um a snifter. I do not have that. I just have a really big, uh, really big glass that holds this entire pint. Uh, this entire pint of beer right here, and uh, the Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout, uh, the 2017 vintage. We are in 2019. The 2019s are out now. Uh, the interesting thing about the 2019s that are out now, they're in different. Uh, they have different colored labels, um, and each uh, colored label has uh, a corresponding, I think, fruit that goes with it, or some sort of uh, flavor profile that goes with it. Um, they have like an orange one, I think it has like orange zest in it. They have a red one, which has something in it, I think. But anyway, I'm totally not prepared for that. But the bottle that comes in is a brown bottle. Um, the label is on the neck of it. It has a little bit of a flap here that says the original bourbon barrel aged stout. Um, this one is the, like I said, Chicago made 2017 Imperial Stout. And it was given to Rob as a goodbye gift uh, from Manny from Beverage Island. And uh, he forgot to take it with him. So it is indeed mine right here. So it has a, a classic, uh, like a, it has Goose Island bourbon since 1992 county brand. On the bottle with no label, it's uh, etched out, so it's kind of like uh, what, do you, what do you call that when it's like protruding? It's protruding out, kind of like a uh, like a boule bourbon has the word boule across or bullet, if you'd rather, has it across the belly of the bottle. <coughs> and um, I wanted to have this beer and I wanted to share it with you guys. And um, it says on here intense aromas of charred oak, vanilla, caramel, and smoke. 
I'm going to put that down now. So I poured it pretty aggressively into this large glass that I have here. And I got about two fingers ahead. The, the head was a off color, like a, a, a whitish brownish head. Um, the stout itself is completely black. Uh, you cannot see through the glass whatsoever. When I got a nose on it, the first thing I smelled that was extremely strong was I, I smelled black licorice, which was interesting. Um, like a, it, it says on here on the bottle, it's 14.7% alcohol by volume. I do wonder if it maybe has a little bit more alcohol than it originally was bottled in, uh, which I might be able to determine just tasting it. Who knows? Just to tell you a little bit about my Sunday here, I... Had a double IPA upstairs from Colorado. Oh man, what was it called? I gotta try to look it up because it was it was so fantastic. Triple Brutilis. I'm gonna type that in and maybe Colorado and it might pop up. Colorado. Mm, that's not gonna come up, is it? Damn! Oh, I'm so upset. I'm so upset right now. It was a delicious double IPA coming out of um, Colorado. Um, it definitely. So this is another thing that happens. You have a lot of breweries that come out with these delicious IPAs, these double IPAs, and they're very hazy and they're very juicy. But they don't call them New England IPAs. But it definitely presents itself that way, especially because it said that it was uh, yeast aged and everything like that. Um, very interesting right now that uh, the dynamic uh, in the craft brew community is this controversy surrounding the New England IPA. Uh, I, I certainly enjoy them more than I think a regular IPA. I had a Goose Island following up right after that, and the, the clean bitterness of that was so much different than this double IPA that was 8% alcohol by volume. And was just so hazy and so delicious and so juicy. It has uh, I think it has a, a Zeka hops in it, uh, Simcoe. Uh, it was dry hopped, uh, like doubled down on the hops. It was just so hoppy, but it just wasn't. It wasn't too earthy. It wasn't too bitter. It was just. It was really, really pleasant. But enough of that. That was my Sunday. I had that for myself because you know what? I think of myself as like a professional boxer. You know, you fight for money, okay? But you get into street fights just to for the hell of it. What? Maybe that's actually a good a um, analogy. Let me think. What is? Uh... I don't know. I drink uh, on the show, and then, I, of course, I drink in private. Um, maybe I shouldn't admit that. Anyway, I had this delicious beer. I would have loved to have had it on the show. Uh, definitely would have got really, really high marks for the show. I don't know if I'm going to actually give this beer a three beers in rating. That may happen. Who knows? I still have not sipped it. Uh, it's a little chilly down here, so I think we're going to be okay. Uh, I'm going to maybe go for it right now. So if just give me one second. I'm going to give this a little bit of a taste. Let me give it a good sniff one more time. I really like to smell the beer's... Uh, a lot before I uh, start tasting them. Yeah, I get like a, a strong molasses type uh, aroma here. Black licorice is really coming in, and like a candied caramel, like a like a creme brulee type caramel smell is coming in. Very very strong. So I'm gonna take a, a sip now. Very powerful. Oh boy, so sweet. There's the alcohol. It's it's very boozy. <clears throat> okay. Oh my goodness. Wow. Who whoever told me that this is drinking well right now was dead on. I feel like I just I feel like I just took a bite into like a like a um uh like a caramel turnover. You know when I, like um 
sort of like an apple apple turnover without the apple but the caramel the caramel has been like a, a like just burnt a little bit very candied very very sweet uh, a little dry on the back end but not too too much um, pretty heavy in the booze. It's, it's, it's very, very boozy. Uh, I wish it was a lot colder out for me to be tasting this. Uh, nonetheless, a pretty delicious, uh, delicious brew here. Mm. Medium carbonation, very thick mouthfeel. Again, the initial taste is an extremely powerful stout in the front end. And then when you hit the middle, there is such a, I'm not getting much vanilla, Maybe it's just hidden pretty well in this, but in the um, in the middle of this taste, there is such a strong caramel, but candied caramel flavor, like almost like the caramel that's on a um, a green apple, like the 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 crunchy caramel that's on a green apple, or a, what is that? A dipped apple? What do you call that? Is that what you call it? a candied apple? Whatever. So there's a there's a candied caramel sweetness in the middle of this beer. And then it just fades and metals out with it. A little bit of an earthy bitterness, but not too, too bitter. Um, overall, a, a, a just tantalizing treat for your taste buds in terms of a beer. And I'm really, really happy that Rob forgot this because it is quite tasty. I'm going to go for it again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, like a, a, a molasses sweetness in the beginning, and then that very malty, bready, almost like I, I just ate. Uh, oh man, it's it's so hard to, almost like I had a, a a cupcake or a muffin of some sort that also had a, but was had with a cup of coffee. It's so hard to describe this one. This is actually a really really interesting flavoring here. But I do enjoy it. I want. I want to say, like a like a a crumb, a crumb cake caramel flavor, if I may say so myself. Again, this is the 2017 uh, vintage, and I'm not a big bourbon barrel guy. Uh, am I getting bourbon here whatsoever? I don't think so. I mean, let me take a sip now with the bourbon in mind. No, I'm not really getting. I'm not really getting bourbon bourbon. The sweetness is um is pretty pronounced. Okay, there's a there's definitely a um a degree of sweetness here that's that cannot be ignored. Um if you're not into sweet tasting beer, then this might be a little bit of an issue for you. Um if that's something that you might actually be into, then you I think you'll be okay. Other than that, it's a pretty delicious brew. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh did I have a plan for what I was going to talk about on this little having a, having a beer with Dom on a Sunday? No. No idea. Um, one of the words of advice i gotten from somebody was never talk about the show on the show. So I'm going to try to stray away from that. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, maybe I could give an open letter to Ikea right now. Um, I love you and I hate you. I put together a dresser this weekend for my baby. My little baby girl. Uh, it's a, well, how many drawers was in that bitch? Let's see, there's one, two, three, four small drawers, then there's like another two like long drawers, and then there's two huge drawers. It's a, it's a large dresser. And it took me from, I'm going to say 12.30 in the afternoon to about 10 o'clock at night to put the whole thing together. 
Now, granted, it sounds a bit ridiculous, but the directions that IKEA gives you, it's not in English or in Swedish, it's in pointing. They literally point to things on the dresser with a hand, and you have to look at it, and you kind of have to figure it out. I mean, it takes a while. You do figure it out. I only made one mistake. Before this, the week before, last week, I put together a uh, TV stand. (coughs) Only made one minor mistake that was able to be fixed. Actually, at one point with this particular dresser, I had to hammer in these screws, these plastic-like ribbed screws, and I'm hammering them in, and Ari was in the living room at the time, and she looks at me, and she's like, "Are you? um, can you take those out if you need to? And I said, absolutely not. These are in. Once they're in, they're in. So if this is wrong, we are fucked. You know? But it ended up being okay. I put the whole thing together. And you feel a sense of accomplishment when you do something like that. You know, you have this uh, that deep down feeling of, wow, I did something good. I did something right. So that was a great feeling to, uh, to have that done and to uh, have that knocked off the list of things to do before the baby gets here, which was great. And then I started doing laundry today. You know, uh, that's, a, that's an all-day-ish type thing for me. I do myself and my my wife's laundry. I was getting that done, taken care of. And the whole time, you know, this uh, double IPA was in my fridge, kind of taunting me. Saying, you know, you definitely want to have some of us uh, pretty soon. So I had to wait for um, about 1 o'clock to start having those. And then in that fridge as well was this uh, bourbon barrel-aged delicious beer. The Bourbon County from Goose Island. And I said to Ari, I said, listen, let me um, let me get this beer. Let me go downstairs and let me do a little bit of a show because uh, this, this one has been sitting around. It's been staring at me and uh, I've been meaning to... Sorry about that. I've been meaning to do this on the show. Speaking of uh, bourbon barrel aged beers, uh, one of the interesting things that I read this week in terms of the beer news that I did not get to this... Um, this past episode, because of uh, our our special guest Dom being here, was um, uh, New Holland, who makes the uh, Dragon's Milk, um, which is a uh, imperial, I believe it's an imperial stout, <clears throat> has announced on Thursday that they're coming out with a lower alcohol, hazy gold version of New England's brewing company's most popular brewery. Um, it's called Dragon's Milk White. So Dragon's Milk is uh, one of those very, very popular craft um Imperial Stouts, and I'm reading on the De- Detroit Free Press. You can find this if you type in uh, "free uh, Detroit Free Press New Holland Brewing." Um, you know, uh, because I want to give everyone credit for what I'm reading here. I don't want to try to be like I'm stealing something from anybody. I'll probably link it in the Facebook. Dragon's Milk White, six uh, percent alcohol by volume. Stout is uh, going to be available year round on draft and in six pounds. Uh, Six-pack of 12-ounce cans starting in February. Uh, A full-flavored white stout with strong notes of vanilla, cocoa, uh, coffee roast, and oak from its time in the bourbon barrels. Drinkers can expect a smooth, velvety mouthfeel that complements the flavor flavor profile. A lighter uh, stout drinking experience. It pours a hazy golden hue into a pint glass, uh, pint, bleh, pint glass for a legendary experience, according to the brewery website. And I find it interesting that it's a stout, but it's it's presenting itself in a golden 
um, yellowish uh, color. Uh, it says here the original deep brown dragon's milk, which was a 11% ABV, and its many reserve variants such as banana coconut, s'mores and raspberry lemon have been sold in bottles. Uh, the original version introduced in 2001 uh, is one of Michigan's and the country's first bourbon barrel aged stouts to be sold year round. That's true, too. This is going to be coming out in a can. Uh, Other breweries have limited releases of such beers because of the complications and time involved with aging beer in spent uh, bourbon barrels. But that's changed as the style has grown in popularity. Grand Rapids-based Founders Brewing Company in recent years expanding its barrel aging program substantially. Uh, now offers uh, Backwoods Bastard, 11%, a uh, barrel-aged Scotch Ale year-round. That's true. That's something that maybe I could do a, a uh, bourbon barrel Sundays, you know. Whether, uh, you know, it's going to be harder for me to do two episodes of this show or two uh, two takes, you know, with a baby coming. But I think that if, uh, if I want to do uh, bourbon barrel stuff, because it's something that I normally don't want to go for, maybe I could do bourbon barrel Sundays. I think that sounds like an actually pretty cool uh, little segment. Uh, New, uh, New Holland Brewing Company started in 1997 has expanded into spirits. Uh, it operated its its oper- it operates its pub and restaurant in downtown Holland as well as the Knickerbocker uh, Gastro Pub in Grand Rapids. New Holland uh, products are available in 38 states and four countries, according to its website. Uh, and that is the that's the whole uh, the whole talking thing of that. So maybe I could get into the founders. Um, We've done fruit wood on here. That was part of their uh, barrel-aged uh, brews and stuff like that. Maybe I could do on Sundays or at least on some Sundays during uh, during the winter or during, you know, just in general on Three Beers In, do a barrel uh, bourbon barrel or barrel-aged Sundays where I do I sit down doing laundry and uh, have a, a bourbon barrel, a barrel-aged uh, brew, and talk to you guys about it. Um, this one has been, uh, it's been, it, it, it's a slow burner. You cannot drink this quickly. I am a fast-drinking individual. Like, I like to drink beers really quick. And uh, this one, you just can't do it. There's such a limitation in the, um, it's a great mouthfeel. You know, I was, uh, to, to say that now, um, after reading a, a bit about, um, let me see if I could get, uh, oh yeah, let me get the email. Hold on one second. Um, real quick. I'm so sorry to, to do this in the middle of, um, uh, gotta put my password in. Okay. So, uh, we got an email, uh, recently, uh, regarding the, Hey, where is it? I read it on my phone. It should be here. Oh, damn it. Now I'm out of my email. I got a really old laptop, too. You got to bear with me here. One Man Show on a Sunday. It's actually a really delicious, delicious beer. Is it in my... Maybe in my... In my... um, It could be in my spam. And, of course, my laptop's being a bit of a dick. But someone emailed us about the... uh, The beer turning... You know, because last, uh, the last, ep- here it is. It's in my fucking spam, of course. I'm still trying, to, okay, report not spam. I'm still trying to um, get the, um, get the, uh, e- uh, when people send me these uh, these emails, what happens is it sometimes it goes in the spam folder, sometimes it does not. The Gmail tries to identify it, and I keep t- 
telling it that it's not. But here we go. This is from uh, Reggie Tolska King. Um, oh, wait, that's his email. I don't want to give out his email. Uh, Reggie over here says, sounds like that uh, rogue cold brew was infected. Uh, this can happen, and the sourness is a, is the giveaway. This means uh, some souring bacteria got in the beer at some point during the brewing or packaging phase and had time to propagate in the bottle and turn it sour. We had a can, but nonetheless, Reggie, thank you for emailing us. Uh, a beer won't just turn sour out of the blue. The bacteria has to be present in the beer already. However, plenty of beers are sour on purpose, so that doesn't mean every sour beer has gone bad. But sour, when it's when it isn't supposed to be, probably infected. Safe to drink, just not just might not taste good. As for what to do, contact the brewery. They will likely uh, want to know the batch slash bottle date so they can investigate. Uh, they may also refund you or send you some beer. So, Reggie, I really want to thank you for uh, for e- uh, emailing us regarding this um, this particular situation that happened with uh, Dom and I when we were having uh, the Rogue uh, Nitro 2.0. Uh, it was extremely tart on his end and very, very sour. And um, uh, and then someone else emailed us, but I, I don't know. I think I deleted it by accident, but someone had said... Um, whatchamacallit? Someone said um, uh, that uh, coffee could have a tartness no disrespect to whoever that was because I do I, I do think I deleted it because I don't see it here and I remember reading it uh, coffee could uh, listen I know what a cup of coffee uh, tastes like there fella and um, it, it did not taste like a fucking cup of coffee so thank you very much for you know your email I do appreciate that but uh, don't sit there and tell me that I don't know what a cup of coffee tastes like or a, a fucking coffee beer might taste like. You know, I really do appreciate any emails. But if you're gonna if you're gonna come off sounding like a complete shithead, uh, well then I'm gonna give it right back to you, pal. And uh, th- there it is. You just had it. Um, so there's no way that I could continue this show, um, drinking this beer and chatting with you guys because it's just way too strong. I have to. This is a this is a beer that you take like the whole show to do. And I just don't have, like, the whole hour, and I don't have that. And I want to do something really short. I want to do under 20 minutes, and I managed to get it to 22. I want to thank you guys for maybe tuning into this little review of this um, delicious Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout. It was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. For a guy that doesn't like barrel-aged brews, it was pretty damn good. And I might do bourbon, or I might do barrel-aged Sundays. Let me, tell me what you guys think. If you want to hear it, let me know. And, uh... I'm going to catch you. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to catch you guys on Thursday. I got to go do the rest of the laundry. Uh, Take care, everybody, and have a great week. I'll see you on Thursday.